It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. Formerly Brett Schneider, but now Brett Armstrong. No, Sands. Nope. I was gonna. I was gonna go with Armstrong. Like, uh, remember nope. Stretch Armstrong? BS. You ever play with? Uh, I do. Ever play with Stretch Blanker. Armstrong? Oh, wait, Stretch Armstrong. No, I didn't. I was thinking Lance Armstrong, right? The guy who had cancer. Yeah, the guy with. Uh, yeah, the the guy that cheated um, yeah. at uh, racing bicycles. Uh, Sandstrom, Sandstrom, like Sandstorm. Brett, how you doing? Good, good. I have some allergies, so I'm a little sniffly, but I'll try not to. Oh no, we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll try to we'll try to hustle it through. So, uh, so <laughs> what's up? Any any updates? Any thoughts before we get going? Or I don't think so. No, we're still chugging away at this house Seven renovation months. and working and doing life and yeah. All right. Oh, one of my good friends did have a baby like five days ago. A baby. So that's very exciting. Yeah. So she's. I've gotten to meet her twice now. And we're gonna go have drink wine with mama for the first time in a long time tonight so yeah i will have to send you a song i just played for tasha this morning called don't take the baby to the liquor store um oh. so uh, <laughs> i think yeah. they're doing that this morning oh well <laughs> They better listen to this song. Uh, so last time we were together, we talked about uh, we talked about uh, uh, your your face preparation for makeup mm-hmm. and putting your face away at the end of the day routine. There's a better name for it than that, right? Skincare routine. Skincare, yeah, skincare routine. And I learned a lot. That is, I think we spent like 45 minutes talking skincare, which is which is 45 minutes more than I've spent talking skincare in my whole life. I'm always excited to hear what topics you bring. What are we talking about this time? Well, first I have an update for you. I got more um, pop culture makeup to show you. Oh, good, good. Yes. So do you know the TV show Avatar The Last Airbender? uh i know it is a thing I, oh my I, gosh it's it's so good so good so i highly recommend it so then ColourPop came out with avatar makeup so i had to get it and i bought the whole collection except for the skincare because i have a lot of skincare as you saw mm-hmm. um but yeah so that's the the makeup palette so then you have on it that it's like all about the elements so we have air oh wait this way air fire earth water with all the color schemes together. Yeah, that one looks kind of orange and there's another one that looks blue. Yes, because the, so like the airbenders like Aang here on the cover, they wear these kind of like orangey yellowy colors or he's with his tribe because he's like a, I forget which area he's from, but he's a monk. So 
Yes. Is this a cartoon or is this live action? Oh my gosh, it's a cartoon, but it's so good. And then I got the eyeliners that are of each element. Uh-huh. That are very good. Um, but like the thing I love the most is actually the packaging that it came in is some of the coolest packaging I've ever received. So this is what the eyeliners came in. It's like the pencil went in here, but then on the side, it has the character completely built out of the cardboard. And it's just so cool. So I, like, can you take those characters? These boxes, but I can't throw them away. It's been a can month. You can you take the characters off and use them as paper dolls? I could trim them, yeah. But it's kind of like they're leaning around the corner of the box too, so yeah, it's a little funky. Yeah, you don't get the whole yeah. you don't get the whole airbender. Um, so I highly recommend the show if you haven't seen it. Like, yeah, it's a kid show, but like it dives into like all these ideas of like good and evil and struggle for power and like really like. Like it has meditation in it and stuff too. It talks about all these different things. I like it a lot. Is it better than South Park or The Simpsons? I think so. In terms of cartoons, in terms of like depth of content, maybe. Yeah, you're saying that this blah, blah, blah airbenders has more depth than Avatar. The Simpsons? I think so. I don't know. I haven't seen The Simpsons though. You've never seen The Simpsons? So when I was a kid, one time I was flipping channels and it came on. And I was like, oh, a cartoon, I'll watch that. And then my parents were like, oh, that's kind of a grown-up cartoon. And then my brain processed that to mean never watch The Simpsons, not for you. <laughs> and like, I brought it up to my mom later and she was like, you were probably like just a little too young. I really wouldn't have cared if you watched The Simpsons at any point in your life though. It was just my brain took that one comment of, oh, it's more of a grown-up cartoon as it's something you should never watch. Sure. Well, well, Brett, now now that you're 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 a grown-up human, you're you're married now. So I think it's okay to to delve into the Simpsons. There's only 30 years or so. Uh, I know. so you gotta, if you're looking for something to binge, that's what you that's what you need to need to get into. So we've got a we've got a makeup update. That's great. What are yes. we what are we getting? What's the what's the topic? I was wanting to talk to you about all of the different dating shows in the world. <laughs> well, I guess in America. I stuck with America. But I think like, this is such a big thing, and I doubt you've ever watched one. You Have are you? probably almost correct. Back in the, I don't know, 80s or 90s, there was a dating show on TV. Um, it was kind of a game show one where I can't remember the name of it, but yeah. Oh, but no, not in the last 20 years, probably. So um, let's get into it. This sounds exciting okay. in case I ever need to start so, dating. Exactly. So we have, I have all of like the Bachelor Universe shows listed out. I have, there were some that were like celebrities dating normal people that like VH1 and MTV put out that we could go into. So would you rather start with? like the bachelor universe or like this um celebrity stuff and then i have a bunch in between i have 23 listed but we don't need to go through oh um well first i gotta ask you about one did you ever watch the flavor of love that was on my list that's number 19 yeah <laughs> See, yeah that I'm not dating show illiterate. Um let's jump in and 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 uh and and talk about this where should we start so we've got Flavor of Love, which you know the concept of, I'm assuming then. Sure. Flavor Flav uh, uh, gets to be on TV and gets to feel relevant for a couple minutes. Well, he's dating like a bunch of women and then he sends them home. But like funny thing, for, I think it was kind of like this genre of like the MTV VH1 ones where they didn't have people, or at least the ones that I watched, they, the celebrity gave everybody nicknames. 
So there's one girl who went by Pumpkin. There was, I'm trying to remember what else, like Hottie, New York. They all had different names that they went by instead of their real names. So that's almost, I mean, that's a little bit dehumanizing, isn't it? Because it's just, it's just, it's like taking one aspect of them and turning that into their whole, their whole thing. Yeah. But it's kind of like, it's kind of like giving them an avatar. (laughs) So yeah, there was the famous scene where Pumpkin spat on New York. Do you you remember that? Uh, No. It was a cultural phenomenon. Like I remember (laughs) we used to watch like the VH1 best of the year and that was like number two. Or something mm-hmm. because because really- um you know their previous generations you know uh uh the boomers were like oh remember woodstock or the first moon landing and and uh and your generation is when pumpkins pumpkin on, on new york and new york yeah that's like that is a cultural phenomenon um, it was wild yeah how old were you when this is an old that's an old show how old were I you was when maybe you're watching in that? like middle school i think so it was okay to watch that when you were in middle school, that, that total bullshit, but you couldn't watch The Simpsons? I guess, well, I think I could have watched The Simpsons. <laughs> I was just told one time when I was too little baby for The Simpsons, not even not to watch it, just it's more of a grown-up cartoon. You might not like it. I, 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 I'm thinking Flavor of Love was uh, maybe a little bit, uh, okay, whatever. Um, what, what else we got? So then Flavor of Love spun off into I Love New York, where New York from Flavor of Love got so much attention that she got her own show. And then she dated other guys so that wore clocks around their neck or, or did they all wear clocks or? I don't remember. I didn't really watch I Love New York. I just know it existed, but I did watch Rock of Love. Rock of Love. That was the guy with the bandana? Brett Michaels. Yeah. He's like bald under that bandana, right? That's probably, just... probably. He wore a lot of eyeliner. Is is that a good thing? Um, it was a thing back then. Remember when like Johnny Depp and I guess Brett Michaels and like all these other guys started wearing eyeliner. And then also like there was this whole like emo scene where people were wearing eyeliner, any gender. Okay. I, I think, I, I don't know. Tasha's in the other room. I don't know if she can hear this, but I think if I started wearing eyeliner, because I think Johnny Depp and I are fairly close to the same age. I, 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 I think I couldn't pull off. I think I couldn't pull off eyeliner. I think I couldn't pull off wearing a big clock around my neck either. Oh, no. It's I all about confidence. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I heard no. I heard no for both of those. So um, if I'm ever on the dating scene, I'm not going with either one of those strategies. Um, maybe the bandana, but probably not with the the fake um, uh, hair. Well, it's probably real hair. He probably real hair, went, but cover the bald yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah, yes. probably. And then, do you know for the love of Ray J? No, that's a basketball player. No, what's her what's her Ray J? He's, I believe he's a rapper or singer. He's Brandy, who was a much more popular singer's brother, but he's best known for being um, the stepping stone to Kim Kardashian's fame, as in her partner in her sex tape. I didn't even. I don't. I'm not sure. I knew there was a Kim Kardashian. That's what sex got her. That no, that was the that was the one. I, I didn't know there was, I mean, was with I don't, Ray J and that's what I don't, boosted the famousness. I, I don't think I even knew there was a, a Kim Kardashian sex tape. So oh, that's um, what started her whole life. 
That's what started her whole life. She didn't exist before that, huh? <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Huh, and now she's so, like almost a lawyer or something. She's trying, yeah. I think she just yeah. passed the, the California bar exam, I think. Um, yeah. So what was, how did that show work? I think, I didn't watch that one, but it's the same concept, but with Ray J. But the best one was A Shot at Love with Tila Tequila. Okay, because tequila is? and shot, that's, so, huh? Tila Tequila, I believe she's actually famous for being in porn, but then they gave her her own reality show, and she's bisexual, so both men and women were vying for her. Sure, I mean, I mean, why not? And they all slept in one giant bed. Of, of course they did. Um <laughs> Uh, why, why do people watch this? I mean, oh, that no, that sounded too that sounded too judgy when I just said it like that. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be less judgy. Um, why do Why do people watch this stuff? I think because that was those ones are all just like trash entertainment. They're just something you put on for fun, and you get moments like pumpkin spitting on New York, and yeah, sure. And I think those ones, but I think The Bachelor, which we'll go into next, that's more people who like believe in laws of there or like the bachelor takes itself much more seriously they actually so intend for I, people I to got an together. important question uh how big is that bed that everybody was sleeping in oh it was huge from what I can remember I mean like they like all like lined up along the edges but it was like the size of a room I feel like because there was like 16 people in it so uh who would be responsible for changing the changing the sheets on that on that sucker because I'm, I'm thinking that's something you want to do fairly Some frequently. production assistant i don't know yeah yeah uh, just trying to get into the biz is stuck on tila tequila show ick um i i think maybe you want a hazmat suit um oh okay so that's the that's the trashy dating, yeah that's the trashy side dating show okay so what what what's the, the next rest are super category classy. Um, then we have all of the Bachelor shows. There's about six of them. Um, so it starts with The Bachelor, mm -hmm. right? And then The Bachelor leads to The Bachelorette. And then after The Bachelorette, they had a short-lived show called Bachelor Pad. And then that became Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, and then there's also The Bachelor Winter Games and The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart. How many people on these shows stay hooked up after that's the that's the terminology right hooked up that would work yeah hooked yeah. up so, after the camera stops not they don't have a great success rate but they do have prop they probably have i don't know like 10 couples who are like very active on social media and still together and a lot of them are now like having kids and like really living their lives together too so so yeah, but so The Bachelor is the one where like it's the man with like 30 women. The Bachelorette is the swap. Bachelor Pad was where they had former Bachelor and Bachelorette contestants living together and doing challenges for money. But then they switched it to Bachelor in Paradise where they have former Bachelor and Bachelorette contestants living on an island together, like in like a resort, like it's beautiful. And then they like take people on dates and try to find love. So I think they've had more success with Black Bachelor in Paradise making lasting relationships mm -hmm. than the actual Bachelor. This the rose one where they give out the- Yeah, the roses? yeah. 
feeling right, that see, this rose. I'm not, I'm not yeah. completely culturally illiterate. Um, and I mean, w- wouldn't you love to be the uh, the flower shop that got uh, got on board early? Oh, the bachelor's roses, to, uh, yeah. to be responsible for uh, providing those roses for all those all those episodes of all those shows. That's uh, that's 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 good uh, good ka-ching in the uh, in the bank for that florist. So good for them. Um, would you would you ever go on? I mean, you're happily married now, uh, but back in your your single wild, uh, I don't know if I was wild or not, uh, your single days, um, would you have gone on one of these shows? Um, I don't think I would have been good entertainment. I'm pretty boring. So, <laughs> but I do know like that they, they like fill the contestants with alcohol, keep them up into the late hours for like shooting production stuff and whatever. So like they're all like overtired, exhausted and that le- and drunk and that leads to a lot of drama for them. Sure. Well, as to you not being entertaining, Brett, I have to tell you, you are you are a a, a popular co-host on this on this podcast. <laughs> Every time a Brett episode comes out, I I, I know it because uh, because uh, downloads for the day go up because uh, people, oh, people that like listening to you. So so I mean, maybe you could use this as a launching pad to your own own dating show. You could be the one handing out the uh, the roses or something. I, well, I have thought if I ever went on like Survivor or Big Brother or something, because I would do that. Like, how do I not be a teacher? Because I'm just always teacher bread. I feel like, like, yeah, like yeah. how do I stop talking about children? <laughs> because they would be so sick of me. They'd vote me off because they're like, we're done with her teacher stories. Yes, they're cute, <laughs> but it's enough. <laughs> She's talking about kids That's wiping that. their nose on her hand again. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> So this whole um, bachelor thing—that's like a whole thing—and then and then there's the it. These things build their they build kind of a subculture around them, right? Because mm-hmm. I know there's like a bazillion, there's like podcasts that dissect every one of the shows and some of the former. Yeah, their podcasts and like half the contestants have podcasts. And sure, yeah. and and so there's this whole ecosystem that grows up around uh, around that hey listeners if you want to uh anybody wants to start a a child care bar and grill uh whatever you call it podcast where you dissect every episode (laughs) where you dissect every episode um please don't that would be a total waste of your time um uh, so what what's next so then i have a list of other dating shows and I'll tell you the title, and I think I'd like you to guess what makes it different from the other dating shows. Oh, okay. This is this is a good idea. Um, and I also will, to be frank, I haven't watched all of these, so I took like a little bit of notes on some of them. Some of them, I'm hoping I remember what makes them special. Is there some sort of scoring that you've put together so I'll know if I win? If you'd like, I could score you. Oh, sure. I, I like to be I like to be graded or judged or something. Okay. So the first one I have, I'm going to go out of order on my list because I feel like that would be more fun. Um, Love Island. Love Island. This is a island uh, where people go to look for love. Um, it's kind of, uh, they based it off of, they wanted to combine dating and tom hanks in castaway 
And, and so everybody, if everybody is put on an Island, but, but the catch is they're not interested in dating other humans. They're interested in relationships with, uh, sporting equipment, like, uh, like, uh, Tom Hanks used to date that volleyball in that movie. Okay. And so, and so one, it'll be like the hot chick and some hockey sticks, uh, and, and, and maybe some, uh, what do they call them? Uh, uh, uh badminton shuttle cocks those things and and then she's got to pick which she likes better and then the one that she picks uh she puts in her locker um uh love island that would be really fun no i think love island is just where you get like they're not even stranded on the island they're like on a resort from what i can tell like they are being served food and meals and they have a pool um and it's just that they're like figuring out who they like but yeah, on an island. But on an island, yeah. And is this an island in a a tropical paradise, or this is is this a northern isle, island where it's it's ice and penguins? It's tropical. Huh. Yeah. Almost and I like think part of the idea with the island is you don't wear a lot of clothes on islands. Yeah, yeah maybe. Maybe that might beg for better television than the penguin island. Um, okay, so I got that one wrong. That's one point against me. Mark. Yep. Um, oh, I just love the title of this one. I think it'll be easy. <laughs> Alaskan women looking for love. <laughs> this would be on the Penguin Island. This would be <laughs> this would be Alaskan women. This would be women in Alaska that are are looking for love. Um, is what, what it's about. And what's different is that everybody's wearing a lot more flannel than they are in most of the other shows because this doesn't take place on a tropical island um, or, a, a, or a tropical paradise. Um, I, I'm guessing there's, there's maybe a little bit more moose hunting involved in the show as, as well. It's actually that they take the women from Alaska and bring them to Miami oh. to look for love. I know you were the wrong way. He's stuck with Alaska. It's that they oh, are Alaskan. Man. And it was like, although the ratio for finding love is good, the pickings are slim because of the, they're weird. <laughs> the Alaskan men are weird. So we need to go to Miami to find husbands. Oh, so this is Alaskan men and women? Or no, this no, is Alaskan women. women. But the idea is that Alaskan men aren't worth it. So they need uh -huh. to go to Miami. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Because they've got all those all those jobs and everything. That'd be, that'd be great. Mm -hmm. uh, so are they, I, I'm guessing the big difference here to the others, because that sounds like just like the others, except they're importing the women, except I'm guessing these women, when, they, when they're when they scantily clad on the beach, they're a lot uh, pastier um, because uh, they- I think they, this one's more open-ended too. Like they bring like six women to Alaska and then they're like, and go to the club, like go have fun, like go do stuff, go meet people and we'll see how it goes. It's not that they're bringing the men options to them. Oh, okay. It's the impression I'm under. Like they kind of have to find them themselves. Yeah, it sounds like, a, um, I mean, that sounds like a, a roofing waiting to happen. That doesn't sound good. I don't like that. Hopefully not. Yeah, well, um, I mean, okay. obviously, hopefully not, but I mean- <laughs> But it could, yes. All right, next one, let's do, ooh, this is an old one. Um, it was on MTV, Parental Control. Parental Control, this would have something to do with parents picking who dates who? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the parents don't like their child's current significant other. Usually they're like high schoolers. 
So then uh -huh. they set their child up on blind dates with like three other more like suitable men. And then the at the end of the episode, the high schooler girl supposedly like picks who they would if they want to stick with their boyfriend or pick mm -hmm. a new one. And it like they have it with both genders. Yeah. Yeah, because there, there's one thing I know about teenagers is they really like it when their parents pick who they're going to date. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure there's lots of long-term relationships that that formed out of out of that one. Um, so that, uh, I guess empty. It sounds kind of. I mean, uh, okay. I guess that it sounds almost yeah. quaint and nice compared to. Some of the yeah other. well like when they're doing it the parents are on like a, like a little spy cam watching the dates and like commenting in on it so that's how they like edit it to be more fun it's like the parents are like oh he's so much better and yeah 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 because nothing yeah. nothing you want more on a date than your uh your your parents watching watching it yep <laughs> yep no mtv had like a bunch of like high schooler dating shows i couldn't find the titles of other ones though yeah. but it was funny um but about Love is Blind is super duper popular right now. Love is Blind. Mm -hmm. This would involve not bringing people from Alaska to a tropical paradise. This would be bringing people who are visually impaired to a sound stage because that's cheaper than going to an ac actual uh, tropical paradise. And since they're visually impaired, they don't really know that they're not really at the beach. It's not, I mean, it's almost abusive what they're doing. Um, and, uh, and, and then they, the people that they're dating, it's not even because again, they're trying to keep costs down because you got to keep production costs down. They're not even being introduced to different people. It's just the, the same, the same, the same person actor. wearing, wearing, uh, playing a different character. So maybe they'll, maybe one, they'll, they'll, they'll put on a fake mustache or something and pretend, and then the accent and pretend to be somebody else, but it's really all the same person. Um, am I close? No, so Love is Blind. <laughs> they have a group of, I know I forgot to grade you, but I don't know that you would have a great score. Um, so Love is Blind is they have a group of men and a group of women and they're separated. And the only way they can meet is through these pods where they can't see each other so that they have, they're like both in a little room and there's a wall between them and they don't get to see each other. They only have conversations. And then through these conversations over like a, I don't know, like two weeks or something, but they're also only in the pods, I don't know, sometimes, not all the time, essentially. Um, they have to decide if they want to be engaged and if they get engaged, then they can see each other. And then Netflix runs the show and then Netflix like takes them on a vacation after they've gotten engaged with the other couples who got engaged and then like throws a wedding for them. And at the wedding is when they say if they do or don't, if they want to continue the relationship and they will be legally bound. So nobody's blind? No, well, like the blind part is in the pods where they can't see each other. So it's all about like actually getting to know somebody. But there was one contestant, Shake, and you're not supposed to ask things that are like physically revealing. And he's asking girls, like he's like, well, one of my favorite things is to have a girl on my shoulders at a concert. Could I put you on my shoulders or would you fit? And he was getting in trouble for that. And then he turned out to be a kind of scummy guy anyway. What, so. what? A guy that will, uh, <laughs> a guy that went on a, on a, on a, on a, on a, on a 
on a dating, dating show is a scummy guy, huh? Um, yeah. Isn't that, isn't that probably a pretty high percentage? Or is that, again, maybe that's- Yeah, so that could lead us to our next show. What do you think F-Boy Island is about? What? F-Boy Island. F or S? F-Boy, F-Boy, like fuckboy. Fuckboy Island. That, that's- Is that a word that you know? <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard the word. <laughs> Um, uh, that would involve an island, probably a tropical paradise island, not a penguin island. Although, mm-hmm. you know, penguins can hang out in, in tropical places. So I don't want to get all judgy about the penguins. I, I, I met some penguins right. in uh, Australia once and that, that's not. That's oh not yeah, like where, where they walk along the beach. I think I've been there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so, you know, I, I don't want to get all judgy that, oh, all the penguins live in cold places because they don't, but um, okay. So I'm getting the tropical paradise, right? Yes. I think that checks out. I didn't watch this one, but I know what it's about. Uh, well, and, and so this would be um, um, a, a bunch of uh, horny dudes that want to get down to some, uh, some, uh, some party time party pants time they want to they want to they want to <laughs> they want to they want to party in their pants um as the kids say yeah is that as the kids say <laughs> anywhere close so it's that there's three women and then there's like a big group of guys and they're trying to figure out the women are trying to figure out which guys are the nice guys and which guys are the fuck boys well, that sounds kind of judgmental to me because can a can a fuck boy be a nice guy? Well, and a can a nice guy be a fuck boy? Yeah. So I don't know how well it went. I feel like at the end of the day, yeah. what exactly is a is a is a fuck boy, Brett? So I don't know the legal definition, but I would say it's like a boy who likes to like sleep around and plays with girls and like messes with them a lot. Um, the kind of emotionally manipulates to get what he uh, wants. A boy who plays with girls' feelings that doesn't really want, mm-hmm. really like them, and would do say anything a girl wants to hear to have sex with them yep. or to get something they want. Huh. I think I was pretty okay. right. Yeah. 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 Um, hmm. That I mean, that sounds like most young dudes, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but now they've given him a name. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Uh, uh, dude, I, f- oh, the, the uh, example here is dude, I found out he was a fuck boy. So I left his ass. Um, okay. So that's, there's a, that's, this, that one didn't come up with uh, the episode where you were, we were talking about the different slang from the different uh, generation. No, it didn't. That, that didn't no. come up with that. Um, so how do, how do they find out if one is a nice guy or a, a, a that's fuck the part boy? that they didn't explain in the description of the show. Um, they just said they tried to figure it out. I don't know. They must have like where certain guys are on as fuck boys and certain guys are on as nice guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. My my personal experience is if you pretend to be a nice guy, that that really works in the the direction you want to go if you happen to be also a fuck boy. So it probably was hard to hard to find out and hard to differentiate there. So I can see the challenge there. Um, yeah. 
Uh, will I be as soon as we uh, we sign off? Will I be running off to watch episodes of this show? Uh, probably not. Uh- <laughs> no. Okay. Next, what would you be running off to watch? Dating naked. Dating naked. Um, yeah. Am I supposed to guess what this is about? Yes. Oh, you have a you have a sweatshirt on that says wifey. I do. My friend gave this to me when we got married. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, Tasha has a t-shirt or two that says Jeff's wife. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Um, Dating naked. This would involve dating where the people who are dating are naked. Yes, I think it's like kind of like a naked and afraid kind of thing. So they spend this time together naked and then at the end of it, decide if they want to actually pursue a relationship or not. Okay, so the big difference between this and the other ones is the others, they're on tropical paradises and, uh, and scantily clad, and now they're just getting rid of the clad. So uh, Exactly, yeah. Everything's all... Because I think like, the description MTV gave was like, uh, why hide anything in relationships anymore? Kind of sure, <laughs> sure. I'm thinking... People wear clothes on dates because they're hiding something about themselves. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Not. I mean, <laughs> it's not social norms or anything. It's just they're... Yeah. <laughs> Um, they have something to hide yeah i mean i mean i I think we yeah okay um and that's a that's an actual show yeah again one i've never seen but i know exists um yeah there are probably a lot of things tiled out in that show or are they are they filming it like kind of an austin powers kind of thing where where no Austin tiled out stuff and um Oh, well, and like even on like the poster cover for it, it's like two people like, yeah, blurred out. Yeah. I'd see, I get, I guess I wouldn't watch if it was all tiled out, if everything's pixelated. If it was unpixelated, I, I guess maybe I'd, I'd you want to see the naked people. Well, well, I guess if the, if I wanted to see naked people, I guess there's other ways to do that. But I mean, yeah. if you're going to have that show, why, I mean, it, that, that they should be honest and call it uh, dating pixelated. I mean, that's. I guess so. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's a false advertisement. <laughs> I don't think I got that one right either. I, I, I think no. I'm. I think I'm losing here. Yeah, you're not doing too hot. I'm sorry to say. Do you know what? Maybe. Um, I watched like two episodes of this when it came out. Um, it was like when I was in high school. Millionaire matchmaker. Millionaire. Mil- this would be where a matchmaker. Is trying to help people who are millionaires find a match who's worthy of 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 dating a millionaire. Ding ding ding! You got one. Yeah, I got one right. Um, because because there's this, and they're probably constantly on the lookout for gold diggers that are that are looking to. I to, think so, and it's the it's one of those Bravo shows where like they have one person at the center of it, so like it's dealing with a lot of I forget her name, but a lot of her personal drama kind of comes into her job too, and she like oh. is like teaming a staff who are helping to find the millionaires and the matches, and yeah. Like I'm I'm the matchmaker to the millionaires. Exactly. That's... Yep, and that like she. I think like for a, a, one of the later seasons, she like moved to a new city to find more millionaires to match make in that city. Sure. Yeah, I mean, once you get all the millionaires in your city matched up, then what are you going to do? You got to, you got to migrate. Yeah. Um, so how do you, how, how do you even find out that that's a, that's a career option? Uh, did you ever in high school, did you have to do that thing where you got a, like a guidance counselor and they're trying to, trying to help you figure out what you're going to be when you grow up? Um, 
or don't, I don't they do think that I anymore? did that, no. But I know, I, like, I, that was a thing. Like, there was, like, always, like, episodes of TV shows of, like, oh, I did this, like, test, and it says I'm most, like, aptitude of whatever for this kind of career. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, never I don't once know I, did Millionaire did. Matchmaker come up as an option. I, you're, yeah, you're destined to work with really rich people in a way that doesn't really mean much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. wasn't told no, in high school I that I could grow up and be a podcaster either, so... Since, they didn't know it existed. Since, podca since podcasts, since podcasts and the internet didn't exist back then, but you know, right? That'll do it. That'll right, do I got it. one right. Any more for Perfect. me? Perfect. Can you get Joe Millionaire? Joe Millionaire. Um, I think I watched uh, Joe Millionaire back in the day, um, or maybe not. That was no. That was a different Joe one. Um, Joe Schmo Show. Is that the one you watched? Yeah. Yeah. I liked that one too. Yeah. So Joe, Mil this would be a millionaire named Joe who's trying to find somebody to date. No, it's that these women are actually under the impression that he's a millionaire because oh. the show's telling them that he is. And then at the end, she finds out he's actually not a millionaire and decides that she wants to stay with him. So but then- well, Go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Oh, they made a new season recently. So this came out in like early 2000s, late 2000s, somewhere in there. And now they suddenly made a third season and it's got two Joes, one of which is a millionaire and one of which isn't. And the women don't know which is which as they date them. You mean the TV producers and showrunners and all those people's lied to those people that they brought on their mm -hmm. show and deceived them? Yep. That doesn't sound very, that doesn't sound very nice. No, I, I mean, I would be pissed <laughs> if you go through this whole thing and then it's like, psych. Okay, so I got um, another one wrong. That's okay. Okay, I've got three left. Um, X on the beach, or four, four left actually. X, X on, on the, the beach. beach, that would be where, where on the beach, the contestants are given given sticks and they have to compete in a a tic-tac-toe um oh. competition and and so they're making their x's on the beach and if you win the tic-tac-toe comp competition then you get you get filtered onto the next round um and eventually there there are just two people left standing and 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 then that's who you end up dating that would be fun no it's that they're, they're usually like like D-list minor, minor, minor celebrities, like people who've been on a reality show before. Mm -hmm. um, and then they're going to be like on this like beach vacation show. And then it's like, surprise, we brought your ex too. Oh, that More would be, that would be yeah. grateful. Would, oh, great. Would you, would you go on that show? I mean, cause uh, you're like a, really you're like an E-list, being on this podcast, you're like an E-list <laughs> e celebrity. Um, if I was told what they were told of like, we're giving you a beach vacation, I would go. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Hey, listeners, if TV producers ever ever come up and tell you something, <laughs> don't believe them. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. Uh, no, that was a thing on Survivor this season. Actually, the past two seasons where they lied to the contestants about something and like players, like one player in particular, he said like, I will not come back if they continue to do this twist because it was just a lie. Yeah. He was really upset, but I rightfully so. Bad. He was told he was safe and then ended up being not immune. So it's not right. That is not right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Do you, what do you think? Are you the one? Is about. Are, are you the one? Are you the um, one? This, this is a, this, the spin on this dating show is that you are actually dating yourself. You're, you're trying to find out if you are, you are, you are a match with yourself. Um, it, it takes place on a, on a tropical beach, but it's just, uh, this person all alone trying to, trying to get in touch with themselves to figure out if they are, are the one for, for themselves. And then if they are, they go off to, to live a, a life in a, a cabin in the woods or, or a little hut on the beach, mm -hmm. uh, kind of isolated and alone. To be together? No, this one, wrong. <laughs> this one is that you have a group of singles living together and they've all taken this like intense, like aptitude test kind of thing. And then through the algorithm, have been matched with somebody as like their one, like the person who, according to the aptitude test, they would be most likely to have a good relationship with, but they don't know who is who. So they're all like dating around, getting to know each other. And then they go into these pods and, and they like put their hand on it, I think. And then it like, and then it tells them if they're a match or not. And if they are a match, I think they either, I forget, if they like get to continue hanging out with everybody or if they like go off to like date i forget how that goes from there but you're trying to see if you're a match or not mm, um i one thing i know about dating is that that people really love it when there's tests involved so yeah so that's that's great when you gotta you have to, when you gotta bring your number two pencil and and color in the uh the little ovals that's a that's a big well, I remember part. There were some people who were convinced they were with their one and then it's like you were wrong and then they were like heartbroken and then other people who were told they had found their one and then they always do like you know like the reunion show at the end and it turns out they hate each other now and then the latest season of are you the one it was like are you the one come one come all and it was that all the contestants were bisexual or pan or something so that anybody could date anybody you didn't know it wasn't just limited to gender in terms of sure that just brought us the dating pool for you i mean yep if you're having a hard time finding the right person maybe you just need to broaden the uh broaden the pool you're looking in yep <laughs> yeah it's just more options um two more what do you think too hot to handle is about too hot to handle is about um it's dating for um people who work in steel mills and as firefighters and so and so they get together and uh, and they're they're wearing there there's a lot of asbestos clothing in this it takes place on a on a sexy beach of course but but they're wearing like asbestos thongs and and stuff and uh and so they get together and they do and glass blowers glass blowers involved in this um a black blacksmiths um yeah. uh you know those 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 uh men and women that are blacksmiths they got they got the real powerful forearm that's great and it's just really really sexy in their asbestos uh, uh thongs and and things oh, not quite no. <laughs> so this one is they get surprise surprise a group of attractive singles on like a tropical place together but this one is that there's like a pool of money like i think it's a hundred thousand dollars and if any of the contestants like kiss or like hook up or anything they lose money from the pot don't so it's like you're supposed to try to go 
like X amount of time around all these attractive people and not get any physical pleasure from it or else you lose money. Sounds horrible. (laughs) So then there's like contestants who like keep sneaking off to do stuff and then they lose all this money for everybody. Yeah. Oh, no, no asbestos thongs. Yep. No, no asbestos thongs, sadly. Okay. Last one I have for you is married at first sight. Married at first sight. This, Mm -hmm. this is, um, this is a spinoff from the love is blind one. The contestants of my version of love is blind where the visually impaired people were dating is, uh, they have some sort of ocular implants put in or surgery. And, and so they, they gain their sight and they have to marry the first person or thing that they, that they see. So it might be, it might be the doctor, you know, the sexy doctor taking the band-aids off their, off their, uh, off their eyes, or, or it might be like a, a computer monitor and and no matter what 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 or who they see first they have to marry it because uh that's the rules of the game and uh sometimes sometimes it's a big win i mean what i mean that one episode the uh the eye the the eyes were were revealed and and she saw she saw a uh a a a sexy brad pitt like fireman he was a fireman doctor um and and she had to marry him and fireman doctor millionaire and she married him and they lived Mm. happily ever after but uh there's another one and and she 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 got her eyes uncovered and she saw it was a stray cat that happened to get into the studio and then she found herself married and living in a in a small studio apartment with a stray cat as her as her eternal beloved i love the pictures you paint yeah Um, (laughs) get another one wrong yeah. So this one is another like aptitude test one where like they fill out these things about themselves and then you have a panel of experts and they match these people with each other and then the way they meet is at their wedding. So then they get married the first time they see each other is at their wedding and then the show takes them on a honeymoon and then they go and start living their lives together. And at the end of like 30 days or something, they decide if they'd like to remain married or annul the marriage. Uh, Yuck. It leads to a lot of drama. I've only watched like one season, but it was pretty fun. Cause there's like some people who were like really sweet and figuring it out. And then other people who was like, like, what the hell? I don't like you at all. Like, why would the expert say this? Like there was one lady who, while they were on vacation, her new husband like smoked a little weed and she was like really upset. But then the experts were like, you put for like preference for smoking, like, I don't know, like a four out of five dislike, not a five, but clearly it's a five for you. So that's why we gave you this partner and you're so upset with it now. Oh yeah. It's like, and he was like, I just moved on vacation and yeah, it was a whole thing. Um, are any of these shows, I mean, everybody's got good abs on these shows, right? Um, I, for the most part, I feel like there's occasionally, well, there's also been like this like resurgence of like people like dad bods, you know? Oh, really? Have you heard of the dad bod? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I, think I have one. I mean, yeah, people that. like them. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll have to have to go explain that. To I feel like these shows tend to go more like washboard people, but I think in general, like the dad bod is not frowned upon at all. Huh. Uh, um. So. 
what would this is getting to be another one of those long episodes but what would an early learning based dating show look like I think it could be families trying or like learning about different like childcare settings because they they all vary so much and then like dating through those finding the right ones for you like do you get along with the teachers do you like their learning style, you know, like how much time is there outdoors and different things that families prioritize. And then you get like placed in one or you could do almost like a wife swap kind of like childcare swap where you swap children and see how the families like it. Uh, Into like an academic preschool from a play-based learning center. And then you can see why play-based is so much better. I, I would, I would make a show called, um, love your caregiver and Mm. this would be this would be hooking up single parents with with child care providers and and there would be the competition the single i mean the single parents would be the prize i guess because like the guy with the rose or the uh, bachelorette mm-hmm. with the rose. That they're, I mean, they're essentially the prize, right? That's, I mean, yeah. that's, yeah. And so, and then the, the caregivers would compete in all kinds of early childhood-based challenges to see who was going to get mm-hmm. to go on on a date with the the single the uh, firefighter millionaire uh, doctor dad. Um, and yeah. so they, there'd be things like uh, wiping noses challenge, and they'd have a bunch of kids lined up, and who could put shoes on to get outside faster, and uh, and and all that kind of stuff. And then they'd get eliminated. Um, something bad, there'd have to be consequences, something bad would have to happen to them when they got eliminated. So it would like, they'd get, they'd get, uh, a dunked in the snot tank. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be really snot. It'd be like that slime. Or they have to like watch children. Like when you watch them have those like big snot rocket sneezes, but they still are attached to their faces and you just have to watch a bunch of kids. Or they'd have to spend, they'd have to spend their next shift. With the, the the whiny kid would be attached to their hip for the next day or something like that, and and then uh, so that would uh, that would teach them a lesson. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that'd be a good a good a good show. I have one. It would be more of like a reality show than a dating show. But what if you have like your like childcare and it's like all set up? The routine is great. Like kids know what's up, teachers know what's up. But then you take out the teachers and you put in all your administrators oh. and make them <laughs> run it for a week. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, but, and then they, at the end, they decide if like, or like your licensures and everybody, yeah, like make them decide at the end of the week if everything that they're asking of people is reasonable and to be expected. Let's, let's like, I want to see one administrator put 12 three-year-olds to sleep at the same time. That's right. Let's get that show green, greenlit. <laughs> um, hey, Brett, as we wrap this up, I got to tell you, I, I was uh, back in our family childcare days. I was actually a, approached by a TV producer. They were wanting to do a show mm-hmm. about men in childcare. Mm-hmm. No, the, and did you just, say yes? No, I believe you. I, I, we exchanged some emails, um, yeah. uh, but uh, no, I didn't. I don't think that show ever, ever appeared. Um, I don't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> it ever um, happened. So, but, but that was a real thing. And it was kind of a weird thing to get that email out of the, out of the blue. Yeah. Um, so what are, are the you big curious t- about it? What? No, no, that was, a real, no that was a real, that was a real, it really did happen. Um, I don't think I would have followed through. But okay. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> 
think that would be my, I don't think that'd be my jam. So what's the big takeaway from this, that everybody should watch more of these shows or that the old fashioned dating game from the what seventies and eighties was the best dating show ever. And, uh, and all We'd have to look at the bullshit. success rate of each one. I feel like the, the ultimate message is just everyone wants to be loved, right? Oh, that is a good message. Everybody wants to be loved or get a free trip to a resort and yep. bone or around a little bit. Or suddenly end up with a millionaire or, yeah. I, I yeah. think I think it's that, the, that a lot of people want to go to a tropical place and bone around a little bit. That's my takeaway. Right, and have all their, like, food and venue paid for, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. you're you're young, you're a young newlywed, so you've still got that <laughs> uh, that fresh patina of... Uh, of, of love and romance on you. I'm, I'm old and jaded. So that's probably a different, different take. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm old and in love. That's, that's what I am. You are. Hey listeners, this has been another episode, another weird, weird episode of the Child Care Bar <laughs> Girl podcast. Uh, tune in next time. And we'll probably talk about something early learning and, and wait till Brett comes back and she's going to bring some out of left field, confuse the hell out of me thing. I don't know about that. I'm going to love talking about. And, uh, and both those things are good. Brett, anything you want to, I want to add before we sign off. I don't think so. Have a good day, everybody. Hey everybody back soon with another episode. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.